This is episode 114 of the Watching a Podcast. On today's show, Donnell doesn't want to be alone. I mean, who does? Uh, life is bonkers. And on this week's episode of The Orville, I haven't seen a less deserved funeral since Tasha Yar. Mm. I'm your host, Robert, and with me is Donnell. Affirmative. Mm. 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 <laughs> I, I this have, does not make logical sense. I have... <laughs> Like I, I, I could write. I, I was doing my notes and even driving over here because I was thinking about it again. I could, I could write a college thesis paper on why Charlie was a wasted character and not needed. This whole it was scene. no because there's so yeah we can't get into it. We'll we can't get, get into it. We, we will can't get, get into it yet. We okay. will get there. That's the second. That's the that's the B segment. The B segment. Okay. Okay. Or the uh, C segment. I don't know. A segment. Donnell, what you've been watching. <laughs> Um, so yeah, a uh, little show came back, or not came back, actually, this this has been out for a bit, it's just on Netflix now, which is where I do my watching of this show, because I could watch it on Hulu or live, but uh, I don't, is, uh, I've talked about it before, is the show Alone, okay. which, uh, if you remember, uh, is a, probably the most authentic, but I, it's still fake, because at the end of the day, all reality TV is fake, but the most authentic survive reality tv so you can get without you know literally just having it where like oh that man died and then you just moved on like like because you still had to have that framework of you're not just sitting people i'm really surprised we haven't gotten there yet i i i'm surprised though on alone sometimes like i'm surprised they didn't die just which i'm actually going to get into in a second but uh but yeah but is the most probably realistic but still fake reality tv so or survival so out there and so they got a new season on netflix i believe it's season nine i think in live world, they're like on season 13 or something, so Netflix is always behind. But uh, anyway, so uh, season nine sent them up north again uh, into the Canadian wilderness. And uh, it's, the, it, it's the same premise. One thing that is interesting about season nine is like the show's been on now long enough where everybody who's on it has watched other people on it. So when they're talking about stuff, they, yeah. they're referring to prior can't like, oh, I'm not going to be like Mark. I made the right choice here and brought this. And so I'm like, it's kind of interesting. And so for the first time ever, Robert, at least with my viewing, no one left in the first day. Nice. They made it six days before the first first person left, which I was impressed by because I'm like, there's always that one dude. And they, that one dude always pisses me off where everybody's like, yeah, I'm a survivalist. I've been doing this for yeah. years. We're headed out to the wilderness, but I know what I'm doing. And then the guy lands. He's like, is that a bear? I'm out. I'm like, I dude. I made a terrible mistake. I'm just like, I dude, made a terrible I'm not mistake. saying I would stay somewhere with a bear, but also I'm not professing to be a survivalist or going on this show where they're like, hey, you have to survive alone in the wilderness where there's bears. But there's always this one who lands like, yeah, man, I'm the roughest dude out here. Is that a bear? Uh, beep, beep, get me out of here, get me out of here, get me out And I'm just like, what the hell? But this time, first time ever, and the, per the first guy to go home, though I still have one of the biggest gripes with, actually probably more pissed off at this dude than any other contestant who's gone home, is this dude gets out there and... Uh, he builds a shelter, and then he's having trouble already getting food and all that stuff. But the thing that comes to head is eventually, because he's not getting food, he's like, yeah, actually, one thing I'm kind of concerned about is my heart condition. And you're just like, oh, uh, heart what? condition. Yeah. And then he continues on to tell you that he had a he had a, heart, a massive heart attack and only has, his doctor told him he only has about 25% functionality in his heart. They don't do a screening for this before they, they put do. you out there. His doctor said don't do it, but I <laughs> but I can't actually tell you you can't go. But anyways, he proceeds to start having a heart attack because he hasn't been eating. What? His body's shut down. And then he like calls in the thing and he's like, he's like he's having a heart attack, but they they're not there. Like they have yeah. when you call them, they're at base camp that's miles and miles away. But he has he has fly. a free thought to set up the camera. Uh that's the thing that got me is 
that's why it's fake. But also, I know like one thing they explain is like a lot of times they have the cameras set up yeah. all the time already, and so you get like your fixed shot because like, they they have a total of six cameras. I found was like that's a lot. Like they have yeah, to they're lug, carrying around a they lot have of cameras to lug their and own tape stuff, and, and yeah. then like to be on the thing like hey, you also because they have two like standing tripod cameras that are like professional grade. They have two like smaller but still high quality cameras and they have two gopros and so they could also always like be charging them they like training these people and like they do get they actually do get work (laughs) and like they are so like i was watching this behind the scenes we're like no you get like and how to shut the camera angles and all that stuff oh nice and so like in this stop (laughs) during that during the the two uh i like this dude's having a heart attack and at first like it's one of the things like you know he's on television is the first camera he's using is like one of the handheld ones, and you're like, "Why you keep turning that on?" But then once it starts getting progressively worse, like you start just getting the fixed angle shots, which are the, his two cameras he already had set up at his camp. So I'm assuming like they went back through afterwards and got that yeah. footage, and he wasn't doing it because like yeah, at first you're like, "Why is this dude using?" The, but once the hand, he stops using, like he starts having a heart attack at first, he's like, "Oh, I'm not feeling good." And then once it like starts to get progressively worse, you stop seeing the personal shots. I'm like, "Yeah, this dude's having a heart attack, so he's not turning on the camera yeah. anymore." Um, and you only have the 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 stationary shots i'm like okay that kind of makes sense but it was yeah i'm just like why would you go on a show where you're going to be did he die no they Aww. got there and they had the stuff and they they they, they actually <laughs> had know four days afterwards <laughs> they had like an interview with him and his doctor he was like yeah i went to the hospital and they was like yeah you had another heart attack and you're lucky to be alive and yada yada and i'm just like dude 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 like trauma if i'm like I said, I if I I am in no way a survivalist. I don't have the skills. But if I'm going to be go, if I was going on any survival show or any like active active competition show where I got to be in good shape, or I mean where I got to be doing a lot of physical activity, I'm going to be making sure I'm in the best condition of my life for it. And I'm also like, if I'm having health problems, guess what? Of any kind, I'm out because it's like, yeah, it's it's dumb. It's dumb. I'm to, assuming you get like a cash prize of some sort. Yeah, you get a million dollars. Well, this is like his last hurrah. I guess. You know, he's like, I'm going to give it a shot before I die. It's like that or become a meth cook, you know, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Arizona. Uh, oh, uh, New man. Mexico. Better New Call Saul's doing pretty good. Yeah, I really, because uh, uh, they actually announced, I mean, it's two years out, but uh, that Breaking Bad is going to be leaving Netflix. Uh, just oh. because you know contracts and stuff, and so they announced that, and I was like, I, I've watched. Probably I've, going to Disney. <laughs> I've watched. I uh, know AMC's probably going to announce their streaming service. But anyways, yeah. uh, I've watched Breaking Bad a few times. But when I heard that, I'm like, I'm gonna need to watch Breaking Bad again. And I was like, I should really watch. Uh, I should really watch uh, Better Call Saul because I hear. Oh, it's you so haven't good. watched Better Call no. Saul? Oh, it's I, real good. And I love. I Might love be Breaking better Bad, than Breaking Bad. In a and lot I of really like the. I like the movie El Camino they made. I'm like, I like everything they've made. I need to watch Better Call Saul. It's, it's good from what everybody says and stuff. Um, but then another thing is, this isn't what I've been watching. It's a, what I've been reading. Oh. Sort of. But it's not normal reading. It's, it is, is I've, uh, I've uh, I, and I admit it, I've officially. B- booking it episode two coming soon. <laughs> uh, not booking it. Because uh, I've officially gotten back into, but only in, with, with one character group, back into comics. Okay. Um. And it, what started all of it is my favorite Marvel or DC. DC. Okay. Um, I was reading Venom for a little bit, and then I just kind of fell off, and I kind of want to go back, but I haven't. But anyways, uh, but my favorite, my favorite DC hero has been Nightwing for a long. Well, I always say Batman, but then yeah. I always add him in the ones actually Nightwing. But I like the Bat family as a whole. But anyways, so I started reading the Nightwing series, and the Nightwing series is really good. Um, 
but one thing that drives me crazy, and this is about comics, is the intertwining stories. Like, oh, you're reading this Nightwing story. Well, next up, next to, the, to get the next bit of the story, you gotta go read some Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I eventually, like, I started reading some Batman, and then the Batman story intertwined with the Robin story, and so I started reading Robin, and then Nightwing story intertwined with Superman's story, and then also the Flash. And then there's this huge dark crisis event that started up at the end of this freaking Batman Robin crossover event. And I'm just like, well, I'm in it now. I'm just in it now. I'm just, I'm just reading all this shit. And I actually like, I have a calendar layout. Um, but the thing that actually that I hate though is they make this intertwining world where you're reading all these comics from different things. Yeah. But then they also do this, and it's not like like both Marvel and DC have done the whole multi-universe. You know, the main Marvel universe for whatever reason is six one six, and then there's all the other different numbers. And DC yeah. has the same sort of thing going on. But and that's fine if you want to do different stories there. Where like yeah, you, or you know, there's a Marvel Amazing, which is six one six Amazing Universe, and there for a while was the Ultimate Universe, and you can do different stories and have your characters portrayed differently. But what I hate is what something that DC is doing is so like I said, Nightwing story intertwined with Batman story. So you, the, 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 the Batman's comic, they, they had direct crossover and they had like a, they, they had this event called fear state and it was like six episodes or six issues and Nightwing and Batwing were in each other's comics the whole time. So, you know, yeah. these two, this Batman and this Nightwing are in the same universe, right? Yeah. Right. So then Batman intertwines with Robin in a different story. I mean, one is their Batman and Robin, but also Robin has been separated from Batman for a little bit, but intertwined with Robin in a separate story. So by that logic, you would be like, Oh, Nightwing, Batman, and Robin have to be in the same universe, right? Right. Makes sense. If if this Robin inter interacted with this Batman, and then this that same Batman then interacted with this Robin, Robin should be in the same universe as Nightwing. Yeah. And so then also, in the course of the Batman-Nightwing crossover, uh, there was some in in intertwining with the Batgirls, because there's three of them now. But anyways, uh, the Batgirls. So they're like, all of them are in the same universe. The Bat family's big right oh, now. Oh, it's so It's, so, it's, it's, it's so gotten huge. too big. Like, I really like it. I like some of the intertwining storylines they've done. But also, I'm just like, how how do you have a full... Fr I mean, Batman, it's no longer... It's a freaking army at this point. He has yeah. so many people. No, I love, I love the way that they did it in uh, Young Justice, like mm -hmm. the later season. Like, yeah. Where it, they're just like, they're just all over the place. Mm -hmm. Like, basically... Like the weird CIA of the Justice yeah. League, and <laughs> um, but yeah. So, anyways, in Nightwing's comic now, he he's uh, Batgirl is pretty much a figure in his thing. They're they're doing a lot of stuff together. So, anyways, got all these stories going on. But then they'll have where, like I said, this Robin and this Nightwing were in the same universe, as least you so. But then Robin's over here doing his own story, and he'll interact with Nightwing. But it's not the, the like the Nightwing story over here is Nightwing's doing this stuff and his town, and then all of a sudden over here, Robin's hanging out with Nightwing, but this Nightwing is, like, not that Nightwing, because he has uh, no, he makes no reference to the stuff he's doing, and, like, they do this, because, like, they're, they're intertwined with, like, superhero, like, Superman, and that sort of, but it's just, it's just this weird thing where it's, like, there's, like, even though these characters, like I said, like I said, there's always been the multiple universes, like I said, yeah. of six one six. But this is Marvel. multiple. But this is like multiple. In the same exactly. Universe. Like yeah. they want you to ignore that they, in, like they, they, they take the comics and like here's Robin's standalone comic, which yeah. is fine if you want to do a standalone comic. And if you kept it completely isolated, and this is Robin, you could have Robin run into Nightwing and he just said, well, this is just a different story. Like, this story has nothing to do with this story. But the fact that these characters have interacted in their main stories also, it just makes it weird when they're like, okay, well, now Robin needs to go over here and we want Nightwing there, but it can't deal with this because that would screw up Nightwing's story. So we're going to keep it separate. And it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. And I know why is because... They all have different writers, of course. Like, in the writers, yeah, but have you gotta have like vision. a Kevin Feige that, and that's, that's the thing like I was gonna say is I, the whole thing. I think comics 
need to learn, just like DC as a whole needs to learn from the MCU, but comics as a whole need to learn from the MCU of, it's been too long. Don't give them an idea to reboot again, Donnell. Don't reboot, but <laughs> it's been too much of like all the comics because they want they want to have your... Because, I mean, even Batman is like the most extreme case because what you have with Batman is you have Batman, of course, mm-hmm. and then for a long time, not right now because they're separated, but for a long time, there was the Batman comic and there was the Batman and Robin comic. That ran at the same time mm. and was different. And then they all have always had the one of the longest running comics. I think only one longer is Action Comics, which is Superman's other thing. But is they had Detective Comics. Yeah. And so that's three Batmans that are all functioning at the same time and doing storylines, but they're not the same. And then like you also have Batman in the Justice League. And then you also have Batman making guest appearances in the rest of the Bat Family comics. And so if you're going to do all that, like you're saying, there should be someone overseeing the all of DC, but at least, especially with, like, let's say, take Batman, there should be someone overseeing all the Batman storylines, even yeah. with all these different writers, be like, hey, like, you over there at Detective Comics, you can't have him do that because we established that Batman Robin, he's not like that. Well, no, but what there you, what is you no, need... There's no overseeing controlling power. It's just like, what, nah, what, you're all able to do your own thing, and then if you want to write storylines intermingle, sure, but, like, it's it's just weird. It's just no, weird. Wait, what, you do, <laughs> what you do is you come in and say, okay, we got a multiverse here. And you slap a number, you know, not noticeable, or you can make it noticeable if you want, in, on the cover, somewhere, maybe up in the corner, that says, this is the universe this comic book series is taking place in. And then you can go in and be like, oh, I like, you know, the, the, the 13 universe or something. You know, you can see all the 13 universe comic books, and they all interact with each exactly. other. And then you, maybe you have a multiversal crisis where mm-hmm. they all, you know, intertwine with each other, yeah. and then go back to their their regular yeah. universes at the end of the day. Exactly. And I, I mean, that's the thing is they, they do do that, but then they're also trying to have like these little in the same universe, these little splinters of the same character. And it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. And, and it can make it even worse is they also do these uh, annual comics that are like, there'll be like every year they, there's an annual, there's a, you know, Batman annual for 2022 and Batman annual for 2021. And, it, they always come in the middle or at a random point. So they'll be telling a storyline and then here comes the annual comic and the annual comic, mo- like every once in a while they'll make the annual comic be a part of the main storyline. Yeah. But most of the time the annual comic, like, cause people do turn when it comes to writing comics and, uh, you know, so they'll be like, Hey, this is, you know, Bill's series and he's going to do the next 78 a- ep- or a- issues. But then the annual comes up like, Hey, Mark's going to write the annual. And so it just be, it's just out of left field. You'll be reading and be like, okay, so Batman's fighting the Joker. Batman's doing, fighting the Joker. Joker's doing a bunch of stuff. And the annual comes out like the Batman is now in Alaska fighting Mr. Freeze <laughs> and the Penguin. And you're just like, what the fuck is that? And then, then the next episode, and now we're back to Batman fighting the Joker. And you're just like, what is the annual frustrates me? Cause I'm just like, they've written some really good stories in the annuals. And stuff, but it's always. It just sounds so, like the annuals are in their own separate universe. In a sense, in a sense, but then every once in a while they'll write like the most recent Nightwing annual was tied to the main Nightwing storyline, mm. and so it's like you got to make up your mind. You got it. Like that's that's all. That's what I'm saying is you got to make up your mind, guys. Who writing comics is either there are different universes and either different versions of the characters, and they won't interact except in like you said maybe a big multiversal event or. They're the same character, and if they are the same character, then you can't have, in one comic, have, you know, uh, Batman say, I like mustard, and then the next comic be like, I hate mustard. I've always hated mustard. Like, you can't do that. You can't do that. It makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. And that is my comic rant 
that nobody asked for. Nice. nice, nice. <laughs> Get your shit together, comic books. Anyways, uh, you, you've had more than enough time. <laughs> they have. They fucking have. Like, I forget how old. Like, that's the thing that's funny. Is like, uh, is this, it, this is this quick, quick detour. Comics are basically as old as the printing press. Well, yeah, they're as old. But my thing is, is like, is every once in a while they make leap or they step a step. Like, the thing is, like, Nightwing for the longest time was a teenager. And now he's officially. In his like mid twenties, yeah, mid twenty, mid to late twenties, right? And it's just like it takes forever, but they do slowly age. Like Batman has gotten older, yeah, like he's not as young as he used to be. Not all, all the Bat family has aged because even like Tim was uh, as young as or a little bit older than Damon is. And now Tim's like basically like right in co- or right out of college, and you're just like, okay, everybody, like, but it's just weird. It's like I think it took, I think it took like, because I think it took like seventy years for Dick to go from being like. 15 to 25. Yeah. yeah <laughs> just yeah. like, yeah. So, like, they do age and some things do change. They do permanently kill off characters or the different things. Like, uh, the Flash is married now and that wasn't something to that, but it's like a step. Like, now he's a married man. You're just like, okay. So, they do, things do eventually change in comics. But it he's just slowing takes, down. It just takes <laughs> way longer than in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Robert. What you been watching? Uh, uh, well, I, uh, I, 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 it's a little bit of a break in shows right now, um, so so I'm doing a rewatch of Leverage, on on our favorite service that mm-hmm, we mm-hmm, don't talk mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. Um, again, one dollar Patreon level gets you get you the the web address for Use that service yesterday. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I totally forgot about it for some reason. <laughs> Completely, I was like, I had to like remember the name of it in order that the web address to get back to it. When I was like, I want to watch Leverage. Oh yeah, that's nowhere I I subscribe to. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, excellent show. Uh, yeah, really, yeah, really, is. really good rewatch value. Um, it's so dark, man. That show, mm-hmm. it really like, I mean, it's it is, it is a very weird like not supposed to be dark, but. It's like deals with alcoholism on like a real level, and I'm like Jesus, like this is hardcore. <laughs> well, they set um, up the characters to be kind of comedic and fun, yeah. But yeah, they they deal with like serious shit yeah. in there. So yeah, definitely the most egregious show for. I'm gonna talk about our plan too close to the other people where they could out obviously overhear it. <laughs> like he'll be in a like he'll be in a circle with like the mark, and he'll talk directly like. In it towards his face, like, but talking into like his earpiece. Yeah. Like yeah. giving, he's like, he's, he's primed and ready. I'm like, dude, he would have heard you. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Um, I, I've also been West, watching Westworld. Okay. That shit is bonkers. All right. All it right. is insane. In a good this way. Most, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is an amazing season. Oh, uh, see, man, Maybe had, the I, best season. I had that last off, season's really hard yeah, to get I through. I had written off Westworld after last season, so I have not been watching Westworld. And now you're like, oh, you, you, it's amazing. And I'm like, yeah. oh, damn it. This is, this is like the spoiler skip ahead a minute kind of thing. <laughs> so, like, the, where we did like episode six and like the first five episodes, you're kind of like, I'm not really sure what's going on. This is very weird. And, like, all the characters are, like, kind of dispersed. And it seems like people don't know... Some of the characters don't know who they are and stuff like that. And in this most recently episode, they revealed that it's been 23 years since the last season. And the robots have taken over the planet and enslaved the entire human race with mind control. Okay. 
It is bonkers. Okay, that that is that is extreme. It is that out is... of control. Like you totally thought it was like just you know, like some indeterminate couple of years or something since, yeah, since yeah, yeah, the yeah. previous events of the last season. And it's like no shit is like there's like this big tower in like Hudson Bay that like only the robots can see because all the, everybody's mind controlled to not see it. And every now and then there'll be like a human that like wakes up and they're able to see it and they're like, can you see it? And they're like. It's it's really crazy because everybody's on like a set path. Yeah. And so like, you know, you deviate from that path and now all the all the regular humans and robots are like, why is this person not doing their path? <laughs> it's it's bonkers, man. You gotta you gotta check it out. It is if you like the first few seasons of Which Westworld, yeah. definitely check out season four. Okay. Um unfortunately you gotta watch season three to know what's up. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, just just absolutely I was not expecting it. I was watching, I was like, did I miss something? I something's going <laughs> Something's happened here, <laughs> uh, and uh, I've, I've been watching a lot of Let's Play. All right, um, I gotta say, probably my favorite Let's Play person right now is Northern Lion. Okay, and yeah, he yeah. is—I mean, he—I I, would—I would say I, I haven't, you know, obviously seen everybody that does Let's Plays, but he has this awesome like, like there's there's people who just do streams of consciousness, yeah, of just like talking about whatever, mm-hmm. and then there's people who just like focus entirely on talking about the yep. game, and I can't stand either of those it, things. I, I was about to say like, what because my thing with let's plays is like I've watched a lot of different let's plays, and like I want somebody who Ooh. they're playing the game for me to experience it too. Yeah, like, the ones who are just talking about whatever is like the one is they almost always have the game audio down where you can't hear anything, yeah. and then they're just like, yeah. So me and Bill were doing that. I'm like, dude, I, I'm here for this game. Like, I'm never going to play yeah. this game. I like to see this game, but also like, but I need someone who like, yeah, like there's the ones where it's either like just gameplay, so it's just watching someone play the game, or where they're just like, like you said, just 100 focus game. Like, well, that's not doing it for me either. Like, it, it's it's a hard balance. It's a hard balance, and it's really hard to find your you, find. It sounds weird. You got to find your your game streamers. Yeah, but yeah. like I I've been just like slogging through and finding different ones, and I have a few that I really like. But uh, yeah, like, yeah, just just yeah, let's play. You got you got to find what fits you. And yeah, yeah, I think me and you are very similar in that. Yeah, he does he just does a really good job of like talking about the game a little bit, mm-hmm. but also like interacting with the with the channel. Yeah, and like you know doing a lot of you know jokey stuff and whatnot. yeah yeah but man he brought up one that like threw me for a loop uh the other day and just to give you an eye for for the listeners that never have seen northern lions let's plays he 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 has some insightful stuff that comes out of his mouth sometimes mm-hmm. and he was talking about the lunacy of airbags okay he's like how hard must have that been to like sell it's like you got to, how many companies you go to is like yeah your car crashes they hit the steering wheel and then they die. It's like hey how about when it crashes a balloon pops out of the steering wheel for them to smash into. That's Looney Tunes shit. <laughs> it's re- it's bonkers. It's ridiculous. Um anyway, that's that's all I've been doing. I've been I've just been taking it slow, man. Also working on my Python class, which mm-hmm. is which is going mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> it's it, it was <laughs> So yeah, you know, I guess it's technically watching it because you know it's in video form. It's it's an online class. Yeah, yeah. And man, I got to day ten mm-hmm. of the class, and I was just sitting there going through, it and I was like, dude, this is rough. Yeah, I'm struggling with this one. You know, it'd been kind of easy all up to that. And, you know, it's like it's like you know twelve parts. Yeah. You know, like five minute videos here and there. And then, like, there's always, like, this one-minute video at the end. It's like, you did fantastic today. Mm-hmm. You know, keep it up. Get a good night's sleep and come back tomorrow. And, like, 
I got to that video and I usually skip over them, but at first she says like, this is probably the time when you're ready to quit. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, you timed that right. Like, you knew they, that they was, know what's up. You they knew know this what's was up. the lesson where everyone's gonna be like, I can't do this. Like, yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, so yeah, you could talk about Python. I was just doing like this read up on just like, uh, or no, I watched this YouTube video that did a breakdown of like, you know, learning about front end development, back end development, full yep. stack, and all that stuff, and like the languages you need to know and that sort of thing, and like. When he was just talking about being a, and I was like, oh, I mean, I once, like I said, I and I've pointed this out many times is that when once it comes to programming, once you understand programming, not that you can understand any programming language, but you get kind of how they're built, and you can yeah. like figure out how, you can start to separate, and it doesn't make it, it once, once you, you learn once your you, first one, you can learn it, other ones it, easier. Exactly, yeah. but still, this dude was talking about being a uh full stack developer uh developer and how like you yeah. know it's like yeah so he's like that's just know, insane oh uh, yeah i'm just like and he's just talking about like so you're probably going to want to know like because it, it, it was for web design so he's like you're probably going to want to know like some html and javascript uh but you're not if you, you're not going to stick with that you're going to need like he's going all the front end and then for the back end you're going to need the python and this and that and you're gonna need to be fluent this this and then you probably could have it'd be helpful if you knew a little bit of java and i was like dude i'm over here with me and i've always been like i've been a run program dude i started yeah. out with c plus plus and then i switched to java and when i got into java i didn't forget everything but like i i, I didn't i couldn't program in c plus plus anymore yeah. and stuff and so i'm just like this dude's just like no, yeah, you gotta yeah. know you gotta know four mm-hmm in order to to and the one so the one I think the one that Python is, uh, that, so like there's there's like four different like main categories of full stack, mm-hmm. and you have to know four different languages for each one, and the one that Python's in you got to know Java, yeah. Django, Python, and MySQL. Yeah, and I'm like that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Like mm-hmm. being a full stack developer is hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Like but no, there's that's, there's not a lot of people who do that. Yeah. Um, so it's really, you just need to know like the backend stuff. So probably like my SQL mm-hmm. and, uh, and Python will get you like, cause I don't want to do front end development yeah. through that. No. Yeah. But uh, most likely if you're learning, if you're going to get any job, you're going to have to learn Java the way a friend of mine, uh, put it was, it, it's like, that's the wheel. Like, yeah. We invented well, the wheel and Java's the wheel, you know, the, the <laughs> thing that I've always said, cause I've always been a. Uh, huge fan of Java and a lot of people I, programmers I knew back in the day always like Java sucks and why would you like Java and I was like because Java's the one pro I mean and we've made ways at the time to- like at the time though C++ was limited and what you could do with it or where you could deploy it and stuff and uh, things but my thing was this is like Java's the one language I mean not the one language you could go back into machine language all the stuff and do these things but like one of the one of the more assembly assembly uh, language or uh, yeah more uh Ling or more, what do you want to? I can't remember what the word is when the difference between like object oriented, there, yeah, object oriented languages. Um, that has been used on every platform, yeah. Like, well, well, the the cool thing about Java is that it runs kind of like in a well, I don't know where we're going with this, yeah. Uh, my understanding of Java is that it runs kind of like in a pseudo virtual machine environment, like it's encapsulated, so it doesn't, it can run on anything, yeah, because it's basically like a module that's running independent of everything else and then passes stuff on. And I mean, it's one of the things that caused the huge law issue, but like you can use Java on Android, Windows. Uh, Mac OS yep. Linux, you can use it for web design, even though it's a freaking nightmare. But still, you can use it for like doing like web applets and that sort of stuff. And so it's like it's just the most to me. It's like yeah, it is 
uh, very much more complex than it needs to be and limiting in some ways. But it's like, but it's also like, if you want to make something to be like, hey, I want it to run anywhere, like, I feel like Java's always been the way to go, in my yeah. opinion, even though a lot of people still hate on Java. <laughs> I don't know anybody who's ever not hated on Java. Yeah. But, Never. you know, I mean, it's still one of the most used yep. languages and there is. Yep. And with that, we're going to take a break. Yep. When we come back, we'll talk about Orville. Yes, we will. All right. Episode nine of the Orville Domino. Domino. How is this not the season finale? I do not know. What is the next episode going to be? I do not Are know. They, I mean, so they basically like ended up with the Kalon... And by the way, spoilers, big ones. <laughs> the the Kalon and the hold Union. On, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're listening to this podcast <laughs> and we get to one of our main shows yeah, to yeah, talk yeah. about, enough, and then you're going to ride in and be like, hey, you guys pulled over for me. What the hell are you doing here? Yeah. What the hell are you doing yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. That's what we do on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you say spoilers and we're talking about something out of context, yeah. like, you know, but not. not but anyway, the 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 the, the Kalon and the Union, or I mean, this was an eventful episode. Mm-hmm. The Kalon and the Union are are, are working together. Yep. And the 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 Krill the, the and the, the Mocklin are are working together. And I figure like the next season is going to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like like those battling each other. But like, could that be the next episode? And by the end of the season, like everybody's going to be at peace or no, destroyed or something. No, I don't. No. I don't know what the next episode. Is, I, don't, I, don't I mean, like, I assume the next episode is going to be an hour and a half long, but yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. They kind of <laughs> wrapped everything up in this. I one. mean, yeah, the, I got to say about this whole season, the pacing. This was not been a great weird. season. The pacing's been weird. Is my the episodes opinion. are too long? Yeah, I think I. I, honestly, they, I needed. I need more. I need shorter episodes and more of them. While while I. I I like I said, this season hasn't been as good as the other ones, but I think I accept it because I feel like this is them trying to stretch and grow, and these are the growing pains. Because like they moved over to Hulu instead of being on a cable things, and suddenly that restraint was taken off, and so like, yeah. oh, we can do long episodes. And then, but the question is, do you need to? So I'm hoping they're realizing maybe maybe we don't need these long episodes. We can tell a more concise story. And then like I really feel like they are pushing at making the Orville a more sci-fi serious focus than it has been in this season and uh and got kind of growing on that which i think they've had some successes and also some not successes um and stuff and so i really see i see this season three and like if it continues into season four then then there's an issue but i see this season three is honestly like this is just them like growing like it they, they've gotten a new platform they've kind of gotten going in a new direction seeing what they can do and they're trying to figure out where they fit and that's fine but you gotta you also gotta like once you start you gotta be able to also tell what didn't work and what did and so hopefully yeah. like, we'll see in season four that they'll realize, hey, the long episode's not needed, and maybe we can focus a little bit more on storytelling, but not make it so you know serious all the time, or that you know they can they can. Yeah, follow it, what I mean, it for. just seems like uh, now I can't think of his name, the main guy, the captain, Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane has always kind of been. I mean, he's done movies, mm-hmm. but he's normally been you know like held to that time frame, that commercial yeah. time frame. Yep. And this is, seems like the first time he's been let loose, mm-hmm. and he just kind of bloated yeah. in every direction. Like, every episode seemed like a kitchen sink episode. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just pack in all the stories that everyone wants to yeah. do. Yeah. Because it's Hulu, and we can do as long as or short as we want. Yeah. And they chose the long side, which yeah. I, I think was a mistake. Yeah, and I, I, like I said, I think it's, like you said, it's his first time being released, and hopefully he learned to rein it in, you know? Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen to us, Seth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Call us. We'll tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, very early on, we learn that there is a weapon of mass destruction that can mm-hmm. take out the Kalon. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought this was like a weapon that would take out anything. Yeah. But I guess that explains why uh, they they all bunched up together. Because mm-hmm. starting out watching this fight, I was like, why would you do that? Yeah, I know. Why I would like, you all let's ba- make bunch one up giant together? target yeah. to die with? I guess they're just trying to get it over quicker. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know where to go from there. Well, so my thing is, so they, they just, they developed this weapon, all powerful weapon, which is like, okay. I mean, I wonder, like I said, it, it's the whole trope of any, any show of how just significantly when one door, like how, you know, in, in real life, people will say when one door closes, you know, another one opens or that sort of thing. Um, and, but as we know, and like in real life, no, sometimes the door just closes and you fucking st- you're just stuck for a bit. Yeah. And like, but no, in shows, like, it's just so convenient that as soon, like, right after the Mocklins leave, yeah, the yeah. most powerful military out there, right after they leave, it's like, hey, guess what? We got a weapon that can kill the Kalon. You're just like, really? But yeah, like I, my, my head canon is that they they maneuvered that strategically so the Mocklins would, Mocklins would leave so they could keep that weapon out of their hands. <laughs> They'd be like, ah, we don't need you anymore. Yeah. We never really liked you all that much. Yeah. So you know, you can go ahead and go because when the, and then we'll then we'll mention that we've got this weapon. Yeah, um, maybe maybe that's it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they make this weapon and uh, they show off its power. They sh- then they go back to the union and they're debating what to do with it. And I'm just like, okay, well, I'll tell you what to do with it. What you do is you do not fly. Uh, whether you want to try and get peace with the Kalon or not, you do not fly to him. Be like, hey. We have a weapon that can kill all of you, so we need yeah. peace, and we only have one of them. I was like, no, no, no. What you do is... Did they tell them they only had one? Because uh, you start, ma- you either you, destroy exactly. the weapon, or you start mass-producing mass produ- like, it like crazy. I was like, the fact that it's like, no, 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 no. You need to have like at least like 10 or so backups ready to go, yeah. just in case. Like I was just like so pissed at them that they're just like, we got one. Okay, let's go to man-peace tr- terms. They're like, let's not. Let's keep this on the down low until we got like a solid... Because I also you you take the one ship with it to them because you had to because you had to be able to defend yourself. But like, what if they got a good shot in? And also, yeah. so you have the one ship with the one weapon with the two individuals who made it all in one convenient location. Where if they got a stray yeah. pot yeah. shot off, it's like boom. Oh, we're all fucked again. Like I'm just like no, yeah. no. You have char. I also, I'm not. A, I've never been a fan of Charlie. We've made it very clear. This episode did yeah. not make me any more a fan of Charlie. Um, actress is fine. Actress is fine. Actress but is I fine. will say one Character's thing is, bad. I have one question for the union. Actually, I actually have a lot of questions for the union. So is why, especially, especially after she made this weapon, why is Charlie? Yeah. Apparently, the the greatest human mind yeah. to exist, unique according to Isaac. Flying on, she's essentially the co-pilot. Yeah, she's not even in engineering or science lab. She's f- helping fly the ship, yeah. and she dabbles over here with some of this. I'm like, why is she just a co-pilot on the ship? Why isn't she working in engineering? Why isn't she working into the science yeah. lab? Why isn't she in the capital with like her own full-fledged science team surrounding her? Because she is the greatest mind the human race has ever seen. But no. We're just gonna. She's just gonna hang out on the Orville. I was like, I do not like the character, but I still think, what the fuck? What yeah. The, who? Who in their right mind is like, hey? Or why is Isaac on? I mean, Isaac's on the ship because no one else wants him around. Yeah. 
But I'm also at the same time like, no, you've got him in the lab mm -hmm. helping you figure out how to take out the enemy, mm -hmm. you know, who he knows well, that's intimately. One thing, that's <laughs> one thing that the commanding officer says is like, hey, Isaac, you were asked to find a, build a weapon or find a weapon to stop the Kalon. I'm like, okay, so you did ask him this. And why is he still on the Orville? Like I said, lab, lab, just nonstop work. He's a robot. He don't even need to sleep. Nonstop work. What are we doing with this? Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Isaac and the doctor... One of my favorite things in Orville. I could have like used a lot more of that. I could have used more of it. But also, I'm like... I need that in every episode but, a little uh, bit. If you got an hour and a half to kill, give me 10 minutes yeah. of the Doctor and Isaac every episode. But what I was going to say is, like, Isaac and Doctor love that, but also another note is, like, uh, that relationship is not important in the grand scheme of things. Like, if we're looking at, like, the world, yeah. it's like, so why is Isaac on the Orville? He doesn't need to be on Orville. Get him... He's a distraction. Get him away. Like, no, where was, like, where was the episode <laughs> or the storyline interspersed through the episodes where Isaac was, like... This just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, this should have been throughout the entire season mm -hmm. where Isaac's working on the weapon. He tells the doctor about it during an intimate moment or something. And then, like, the rest of the season, she's trying to talk him out of creating the weapon because yeah. she's a doctor. And she's like, you can't commit genocide. Mm -hmm. This is a weapon. This that, is, there's that's a no, great storyline. Yeah. That's Seth. Like, Hit us up. We will help we you will, write yeah, season yeah. four. Let us let us <laughs> let us storyboard the whole season out for you because that that was really missing from this. It's like just yeah. in anything interweaving and whatnot. Interweaving storyline. Um, I did like um, these admirals who got super hard ons for this genocide. Yeah, <laughs> it's like let's do it. Um, and so yeah, so they get the weapon. They talk to the council. Council's like, well, we'll we'll middle ground it, and they so they go to the Kalon. And I will say, uh. Like they're do they went to the Kalon basically like, hey, we have this weapon, we can kill you. And I will say that the general who was like, uh, like when you're trying to broker peace, especially when you're trying to broker peace with a weapon that can kill everybody, you don't want to lay it out. It's like, hey, you either like even though that that's implied. That's always in, in that scenario, that's implied. When you have a weapon that can kill a whole race and you're saying come to the table and have peace it is implied that the other option is you kill everybody but you don't just say it when he's just like well you really don't have a choice like, whoa dude that's not a good way to negotiate peace yeah. just to be like you don't have a choice and this man's like hey you want to give the lore they have a choice so ho or hopefully they can you know at least see it as they made their own yeah. choice this was a surrender this for yeah. sure this was yeah <laughs> This was like we, you, we're gonna we're gonna play ball until we figure out a way to destroy you again. Mm -hmm. uh, so I thought this cabin was on the holodeck at first. Yeah, I could I could have definitely gone without this Gordon Burke sing along yeah. Dude, shit I, going I, on. I, I said this. I earlier. wonder if that was really them singing. I I'm gonna say yeah. Like cause she got a good voice. Yeah. That actress. Oh yeah. yeah. No. Uh, I, I I'm gonna say one of the things that and this episode brought back this fear, but now it's gone because she's dead. But I was like, please don't. Make a, I'm really surprised they didn't develop that at all with all the time they had in this I season. Went, like, they didn't. They didn't really go anywhere with that. No, but I didn't want them to. I, I mean, I didn't either. To. But I'm just surprised that yeah. they didn't because it really seemed like they were strongly alluding to it. Mm -hmm. And I don't. So I have this problem with Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Uh, in that like Picard has like a vineyard and stuff. Yeah. Like, why does, why does he get this cabin? Like, no, how does ownership work? Oh yeah, like, yeah. Has I mean, this cabin not destroyed well, in like the, the wars? I think, and, like, I think in Picard's case, you, you might give it a little bit of a, a grandfather. You could say it's like history or exactly. something like, like that. It's yeah. been in his family forever, and you're not just gonna when when we finally do away with money and all that stuff. Not just gonna be like, hey, well, you don't get this anymore. But uh, yeah, no, no, just yeah. How does how does pro when, in a in a universe where ownership or property like everything is this like how how does how does ownership work? Is exactly the question I could use to answer. But yeah, this cabin that uh, they have on Earth, I'm just like, I, I get it. I, don't get me wrong. I get you, you just war. 
you just got out of a big war. Your biggest uh, enemy just became a uh, tentative ally. But I'm just like, ah, no, it's a little, I, I feel like it's a little too, like, they, if they would have spaced it out like some time, it's a little too soon to be going and having a drunken night at the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, hey, we just got oh, peace. And I'm just yeah. like, no, I feel like there'd be a lot more debriefings. Peace at the end of a nuke. Yeah, like, <laughs> and there'd be a lot more debriefings or breaking things down before it's like now we can just go out and just, like they had to even. By the way, by the way, they wouldn't be at like their own private party. Mm-hmm. They would be at the giant celebration yeah. where they were the guest of honor. Yeah, yeah, like for stopping the war. Yes, like they would be. Yeah, they'd be getting medals. Mm-hmm. Like it would be a whole thing. Yeah, and yeah. then you have that whole big party going on mm-hmm. with the medals and stuff, and everybody's enjoying themselves. That's when you have Ted Danson roll in with his crew yeah. to steal the weapon. But which was insufficiently guarded. Oh yeah. Well no. And uh, I mean I'll give it uh, this thing is like I'll give it a pass maybe if maybe everyone has their guard down in the future cuz everybody believes everybody is yeah, yeah. in peace and cuz my thing is like no 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 if you have a weapon that is the only thing keeping you from being annihilated from a uh, uh, evil force that wants to destroy everything. If you have a weapon and you only have one of them, yeah, and and that stuff, it's like that. It doesn't matter. Like, like it's in a vault that Ted Danson can't open by himself. You know, it doesn't matter that he's a high tier general. It's like no, you got to have like the the president or whatever the equivalent. You got to have the president. Four generals all there. And also, like, the security on that is not just a couple guys with guns. Like, no, no. It's the most, like, top elite yeah. security. Around the clock. First of all. Cameras on. Everybody you, who's working in there has been in their position for at least 35 years. Yeah. Like, there's nobody who it's their first day yeah. in the office who's like, hey, you're guarding you're guarding the Superwoman. It's like, no. every You know the, everybody's backstory. Who, like, yeah. you know what they've done. every What they had for breakfast 25 years yeah. ago. There is not one person who's like, hey, I'm new here what's going on no there's none of that no this should have been like <laughs> that's the the stealing of the weapon should have been a whole episode yeah like should have been elaborate like yeah yeah it should have been like you know your your oceans 11 stuff because like first of all the weapon should be in multiple pieces spread out in different vaults mm-hmm. and like if it moves anywhere alarms should go off yeah across the whole planet it is it's just ridiculous that they could steal it yeah. but anyway he steals it and somehow gets away and takes it to the krill mm-hmm. even though like he did like an unauthorized flight yeah. I'm like, that doesn't be- raise red flags. Well, maybe he... All- I mean, no, he's a... He's I mean, a he's an admiral, admiral but still. Maybe he could Heading towards flag. Krill Space? I mean, yeah, that's a little much. After a, a weapon was just a, stolen? Especially <laughs> just a random subtle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he goes to the Krill and uh, gives gives it to them in the Mocklin uh, because he knows they'll use it. And um, and they kill him for it. And I, I got first, like, oh, they'll find out about our union. And then, like, literally the very next scene, they find out about the union anyways. And so I just was like... I think they just wanted to stop paying Ted Danson. <laughs> like they killed him because they're like, yeah, we can't keep. He's got more good place episodes. <laughs> By the way, I love Ted Danson as the Admiral. He's great. In this. Yeah, he did. Really uh, good. Yeah. I, I mean, I imagine he's going to stick around somewhat. Uh, I love all the admirals. How's he, he going to stick around somewhat? He's dead. Did he die? Oh, he did yeah. die. He did die. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. What do you mean? Look, he's 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 undying. He's uh, Ted Danson. He is Ted Danson. He'll come back somehow. Force ghost Ted Danson. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I want to know how Bordis knows about this weapons manufacturer. Apparently everybody knows about him. It's just common knowledge in Mothman world <laughs> that you know about where where the special base yeah. is. I mean, I guess we don't know what Mortis's past life was. Maybe he was a high-ranking military officer in the Mothman before they joined the Union. But he doesn't seem like it. <laughs> because, yeah. Because I'm like, I, like I said, we don't know what Mortis was doing before he was on the Orville. So 
For all we know, yeah, and maybe... he's a Mocklin, mm-hmm. so I would assume he's like kind of on loan or something. Like, isn't he part of? Wouldn't he be one of the people that's supposed to pull out when they? No, remember last episode they, they said that they ended it by him saying that him and uh, uh, they, they have renounced their that. citizenship. I, I hated the last episode so, so you much just that it out. I, yeah. I understand. I understand. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they renounced their. So they're 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 no longer. Mocklin no. citizens. So, so anyway, they go they go to this planet where this mm-hmm. weapons manufacturer is with this big compound. Yep. And they and they're gonna they're gonna try and get in and take it with and brute force. Real for quick, some actually, before we get there, the fact that they and I'm just like that is some 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 just insane insanity is the fact that before this they go and they ally with the Kalon. Yeah. And just like those talks to be like, hey, we need you to help us get back. A weapon to kill you but it's like also but it's like but if you don't help i get why the kalon would do it but i was like that's just the most mess of like hey so no that uh, oh, also 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 like hey could you gather your whole fleet mm-hmm. and let's take it where that weapon is yeah exactly <laughs> like, honestly i'm actually surprised they did do it because it's also a possibility that they were the kalon should have been like wait a second logically this sounds more like a trap like yeah bring all of our fleet yeah where the weapon is and they're going to be getting ready to kill us uh and the and and it and it's the and it's the and like I said and it's the it's the life forms we don't believe any life forms are trustworthy. Plus, you know that all of them, even the uh, krill, for a short period of time, but you know that all of them were allied against you. And maybe this whole them having fallen out with the Mocklin and the krill is all just a shell game to make us believe that it is. Like, like I feel like even the logical lines for honestly, the Kalon should not. Yeah, should no, not K- have K- K- with them. Kalon should have been just, like, hold, hold up. So you no longer have the weapon you were holding to our head a moment ago. Yeah. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, and also like, gonna wipe you out. Wipe you? Uh, yeah, no. So yeah, actually, it. I just I didn't realize that until just now. But I was like, yeah, it actually made no logical sense for the Kalon to t- uh, team up with the Union for this. Hey, along with other things that don't make logical sense. Yeah, Starfighters. Finally, get to see the Starfighters doing something. Finally. Hey, hey, you know, you know what I do, Donnell? What? Whenever I'm going into the biggest battle for the galaxy, mm-hmm. I'm gonna remove my primary pilot from mm-hmm. his station. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to remove my secondary pilot from their station. And I'm going to remove my chief engineer, engineer yep, from yep. their station mm-hmm. and my doctor yep. and my commander. Wait, no, the doctor was still on. Was the commander? The doctor still on? I thought yeah, she went no, down with him. No, he didn't. Anyway, either it, way, it, it, the, oh, you don't take your main pilot off the bridge. They need a, like, and I, it's something that, I mean, Star Trek did it too, but I think we just looked at the way it's like, they need a fissile away team. And I, uh, yeah. no, the commander makes sense because yes. you, you would yes. have your captain on the ship. Commander goes down to uh, thing, and the security uh, and see, and so that's the only part that ever makes sense is the security officer going down all the time. That makes sense too. But then I'm like, but yeah, instead of instead of Gordon being out in a fighter, he should be in the engine room, and you have some other Gordon kind of made sense. I mean, not Gordon. Sorry, not Gordon. Uh, Lamar. Lamar. Like, Lamar made no. There sense. has to be somebody else who can fly that thing, and then also, yeah, I mean, while Gordon makes sense. Like I feel like it, like it's a one. It's just like how you have you know you have fire jet pilots and you have helicopter pilots and you know you're not in the navy and you're not like crossing over and switching it up. Like no, you have a job. And so if Gordon is the best fighter pilot, then you should have a another a different main pilot for the ship because you're in this major com- complex yeah. firefight. You don't want. I mean, I'm not putting down this person, but whoever. I mean, that's it. wasn't even. It wasn't even. It wasn't even number two flying this ship. It was number three. Yeah. Because like I said uh, Charlie is number two pilot essentially. Yeah. So I don't even know who would fly this ship. But it was, <laughs> like, yeah. So I was like, my thing is like, I want my best pilot in 
I want my best fighter pilot in the fighter, but I want my best yeah. sh whatever main ship pilot, whatever you want to call it, in the ship. And so Gordon is one or the other. If he's the best fighter pilot, then have somebody else train him. Maybe it's Charlie yeah. and somebody else train up to be the best ship pilot. Or if he's the best ship pilot, get somebody else in the fighters. Like it's just like no. So that's like what what they should have done. First of all, they should have more than one fighter. They should have like a squadron of like six or something. Well, they were fighting squadrons somehow. Yeah, but they know. were all yeah, yeah. I don't get it. We, we only ever saw one, and all of a sudden Orville got two. Yeah. Yeah. No, but they should have had like. These are the new fighters, mm -hmm. right? And here's the pilots exactly. that are coming to join the crew. Exactly. Charlie Burke's one of them. Mm -hmm. She's a star pilot. She's super young yep. because she's got this magical fourth dimensional thinking mm -hmm. that's that's kind of required to like yeah. be the, these really Those good fire pilots. Maneuvers. You have them integrate with the crew throughout the season. Mm -hmm. She falls in love with Gordon because yeah. they work closely together on the thing. And, and, and then she dies yeah. as part of that. You know, mm -hmm. she's also super smart. So she helps develop the weapon, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That makes it a meaningful death. Mm -hmm. Cut out this whole like hatred for the yeah for for, for Isaac line. thing and whatnot. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was just stupid. But also, starfighters are stupid mm -hmm. in this universe. Mm -hmm. It's like you don't send in a starfighter and a shuttle to go into this base. Yeah, you send in the the. Sh it's not like a Death Star. Yeah. It's it's well it's well fortified, but mm -hmm. it's not a Death Star. Yeah, you land on that shit with mm -hmm. a with a big a big battleship. Yeah, you know, not not little a little shuttle with no weapons. And also, I don't understand why a the starfighter and the big ships can't cloak. Mm. Why can only the little shuttles cloak? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is weird. Like there should be. I mean, maybe it's like. I mean, I can assume there's limitations I, on why the big I, ships. I, yeah, can't I was do maybe it, the like big power. ships power, but yeah, why can't? You but know? the first thing, if somebody shows me a starfighter, the first thing well, I'm gonna do is like, where's the cloak? I, I, it might be a thing of, and then they should be able to cloak temporarily, but maybe like you can't, you know, cloak and because the shuttles don't have weapons, like you said, maybe yeah. you can't cloak and shoot at the same time. So, but it'd still be great for that opening attack. You, you have a bunch of stealth fighters come in and then just bombard out of nowhere be fantastic yeah but uh yeah so we we get up we get a big space battle we get the starfighters finally which we've been talking about all season um and we got it so thank you for that um which it was nice uh but then then we have our away team and uh just like i mean just like uh what is it just like uh ted danson's two secure two two operatives yeah. were able to steal the thing i had to say honestly the krill and the uh, mocklin not much better <laughs> and especially yeah. because my thing is like if you if you stole the most powerful weapon known to mankind yeah and you're going to use it to uh to in the galaxy whole, yeah, to, yeah. To, to commit genocide and you stole it from people who you know are going to want it back why is it not like the fact that they, the the away team gets down like they get shot down but then once they're down there they they get in the base and they're running there's a part there's a part where like they're running around quietly in the base looking they're like no 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 no, this place should be full-on staffed with commandos every yeah. inch. There's checkpoints every two feet. Yeah, you shouldn't feet. be able to just there, skydive into it. I'm like, there's <laughs> checkpoints every two feet. There are guards everywhere. But no, they're just... And they're, 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 there's a scene where when they first get informed, like, there's uh, they're, they're, uh, there's uh, people in the base. They're like, okay, send a squad to go protect the core. I'm like, send a squad? No, 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 it's not send a squad. It's radio to the squad that's already there yeah. protecting this thing. I'm just like, what is up with security in the future? Because apparently no one knows how to do it. Yeah. I mean, look, there's so much they could have done around. They could have done like the whole season around this weapon. Mm -hmm. 
Because like if I if I'm yeah. the Krill and the Mocklins and I get my hands on this weapon, I'm not gonna destroy the Kalon. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna wield them as a weapon themselves. Yeah, I'm gonna say go. I got a weapon that can take you out. Go kill my enemies. Mm. Go mm. wipe them out. You get to, and then you know we'll let you live. Yes. But probably the Krill won't. Eventually, yeah, they're gonna yeah. take them down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you're just you're just gonna use that power. Um, why was the leader of the Krill there? Does she not? This this pisses me off about yeah. Star Trek as well. Like you have Goldacott, though you can kind of like forgive Goldacott, not forgive the. You can forgive the writing of Goldacott because he's yeah. like it's self important. Mm -hmm. Like I've got to be there at all the big battles and stuff. But I'm like, you're running an empire with multiple planets. Like you've got a lot of paperwork if you're the leader. Yeah. You don't have time to be on the special mission. I, I you let thought, you delegate that out. Exactly. I thought it was so weird. Like, see herself is at this base. And I'm like, that's like that's like the president. Yeah. That would be like if Obama was just like hanging around in Iraq. Yeah. Like when when like because everyone everyone always talks about you know Obama took out uh, Osama bin Laden or. Yeah, that's something like Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, maybe like he if he was it. on the team. He, yeah. he was sitting exactly was like he was sitting in the White House watching a video yeah, feed on the other of side of the planet. Team yeah. Six. And what this essentially is like, yeah, it's essentially no. There's literally Obama with SEAL Team Six. Like, let's go. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, no, you don't send your leader to do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you have specialized people for this. Yeah, so so it basically comes down to, hey, we got we can't stop the weapon, mm -hmm. but so we're gonna have to overload it and destroy the planet. But someone's gonna have to stay behind, and and Burke is gonna do it. Makes no sense. I'm like, no what, sense. Whatever. Makes no sense because literally, even in just this, and I guess what's hard to say, well, Burke is just a better person, but I don't really believe it. Is in literally in just this episode, she said, "Why are we not just kill?" Like I just could not, I cannot believe that Burke would sacrifice her life because, like, because one thing Isaac says in his, and I will say, Isaac did a very good good speech at the end even though it, it was for yeah. a character like i was it moved, went on a little too long i was but. moved by isaac's speech but i was not i didn't care about the character he's talking about still but uh anyways my thing was uh is see uh like when she saved isaac's life it was a thing of there was no other than having to deal with isaac more there was no loss for her like yeah she wasn't giving up anything for a kalon other than i guess you could say her dignity but overall like she wasn't giving up her life or sacrificing anything other than her time and having to deal with isaac but this is like literally a person who in this same episode admits that she still like she made something for isaac and timon timmons but besides those two she still hates the kalon yeah. and so it, and then at the end of this episode she's like i'm gonna give my life for it i'm just like no, no, yeah. you're not. No. Yeah, literally anybody could have overloaded the weapon. Mm -hmm. But I mean, this goes, I, I, I you, you kind of touch on something that, like, going going back to this, they could have done the whole season on this weapon is like this decision of like, are we going to take out all the Kalon or not? Mm -hmm. Would have fractured the union. Mm -hmm. There would have been like a half. I could see like a fifty fifty split on that, yeah. and then being like, look, you're either going to use this weapon to kill everybody, or we're taking the weapon and we're going to go like do a little it. Mini yeah. civil war. Yeah, like. And, and and so here's uh but yeah so my thing is I thought that actually that Isaac like it was gonna be the ultimate sacrifice and Isaac was gonna sacrifice himself for Burke which yeah. is gonna annoy me because I like Isaac and I yeah. understand Burke and I don't like oh Burke. that would have been like if the end the next season was like no Isaac but Burke's here I've been like okay well I'm gonna go blow my brains out we would have been like fuck you Seth explain yourself <laughs> mm -hmm. but anyways uh but no and this ultimately is what gets the Kalon to realize that not all life forms are the same as their their original race. 
and stuff. Wait, can we can we go back real quick? Okay. So just because the planet goes boom, mm-hmm. but before that, she's like, everyone's got three minutes to get out of here, and I'm yeah. like, that's not enough time. Nope. You do not have enough time to get out of here. Mm-hmm. You're dead. Yeah. There's no way you can get out of this building <laughs> to the shuttle. You're probably gonna have to fight through some dudes because mm-hmm. there's probably like guards coming. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like there's no way you just like, well, we're just all gonna die then. 100 percent guards <laughs> are coming because uh, I mean, actually, I guess this could also be why they might not have to fight their way out. Is uh, is they let that scientist go. I didn't kill that scientist. Yeah. And uh, maybe, like, I was going to say that's, that's for sure why there's guards coming, but also if the scientist knows that there's no stopping the overload, maybe he's running to warn everybody, like, hey, the base is about to blow up, everybody run. So that might be why they did it, in effect. But still, even without that, because that's one thing that happens when they first leave is they, they ask uh, the one, and at first it didn't, and then I was like, oh, she doesn't want to die also. But uh, at first, I didn't get what's the answer. But they asked the leader of the krill. She's like, hey, where's the shuttle? They didn't even know where they're going. Like, you ain't got enough time to prep and get it out. Launch in the air. You got three minutes. You got to get get them there. You got to get your prisoner on board. I'm like, there's no way. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, but yeah, so, so uh, yeah, basically that gets the Kalon to be like, hey, not all life forms are evil like ours. And I'm like, fine. I do think long term, like, how are the Kalon going to work in, a, in the union where it's like, well, hey. they're provisional. You know, they're kind of like just I know. easing into it and seeing how it goes. So, so did they, did it seem, did they not document? Can they not make more of these weapons? I don't know. I would I assume that like, they, that, that Isaac would have documented everything. Yeah. I, I mean, he, I assume it's in I, Isaac being a robot, it's just in his mind, anyways. Yeah. But uh, but but here, so I want to talk, you know, even though I'm already hoping this about this this Burke character one last time because, like I said, she she dies at the end of this. And my thing is this: is like I honestly and Seth, if you're listening, you know, we've had a lot to say to this, and this is just some more advice: is they they have this great send off for her, you know, the captain, and then Isaac says the thing, and they want you to feel something, but like. But I, I, I know that me and you personally didn't like her. I'm not sure if there are people listening or... Uh, I mean, there's obviously people who did like this character. But even if you did like this character, I feel like it is such... There was no... Her dying... Like, that thing is... If they would have... And it, it would have sucked. But also, I mean, one of Game of Thrones, for a lot of people, showed that you can do this in a yeah. show and still be favorable. Like... I don't, I'm not saying that this Lamar or Gordon, because we're invested in those characters, but you introduce, even if you like this character, she's been here for one season. Cre- like I always say this about stuff. Yeah. Creating a character just to kill them off does nothing for anybody. Yeah, you like, to have them around you, longer. When you kill people off in a show, it's meant to like draw out those emotions. But the thing is like, it's like, hey, here's this character. And when we get to the, it, when it's one season, we all can see when they die. Oh, they just existed to die. Like there was no yeah. purpose. Her whole thing was to have a redempt was to exist, hate the Kalon, have a quick re- uh, un- unexplained redemptive arc, and then die. And even if you like the character, you have to admit that is just a waste of a yeah. character because it's just like yeah. It's, well, it's- they also needed us to give us a reason to care about them and like like them exactly. And I don't know if that I. I mean, I said early on in the season. I felt like she was supposed to be hated. Mm-hmm. She was supposed to be someone that we hated. But now I'm like, well, then you can't make us feel bad about them dying. Yeah, you can't try to make us feel bad about. I like. I it's feel like, like one act. I feel does, like what does they're not trying into to heaven. Do, you get. You I know? feel like what they're trying to do is to make you feel bad for hating. Like, oh, you hate her, but look what she did. But I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, 
Like in real life, I might have that revelation about someone. If I knew someone in real life that I just despise and then one day they save the world, I might have that revelation in real life because I, I know like maybe I was wrong for judging that person. But because it's just a fake fictional character, no. I it's like see sacrifice for yourself for everybody, I don't care. I still don't like the character. Like it's just one of those things. This is like I'm sorry. Uh and so like yeah, I just just even outside the scope of disliking her, I just feel like it was such a waste and stupid character to have because it's just like, hey, here she is. She hates Isaac. She hates Lakeelon. Oh, now she realizes the error for Wade. And she's going to be she, in every episode. And then, yeah, and, then, and now she's dead. And you're just like, what? Like, it's just, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, I just thought so, so, and, and the, the last bit thing that we get is that is is the captain going to, to see the leader of the Krill mm-hmm. who's been arrested. Oh, yeah. And yeah. says, I want I want the da- our daughter. Yep. And she's like, no. I'm like, I think that's what the last episode is going to be. Mm, is him going to get the daughter from Krill. That 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 probably it makes sense, yeah. I mean, that's the only and thing that, I can logically think of. That gives us of. something to have a last episode about. Because without that, I'm like, what, we're just going to be watching like the day-to-day on, on the Orville? Which, you yeah. Know, I guess I could do that. I mean, they seem to make it, finale. make it sound like it was a really big deal that, that there was a half-breed mm-hmm. human Krill. Yeah. And I think that's somehow going to like bring the krill into the fold and the poor mocklins are just going to be left out <laughs> left out in the rain uh, they'll, they'll have they'll have to they'll have to join join forces with the the women only that planet be, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like it's one of those things like those two they those two cultures hate each other but it's like but the reason why they team up is because they realize there's only two out there yeah. who will like they won't they won't force that they'll like there's no way that the women plan will f- be able to force a mocklin to just subscribe their their way and their vice versa so they might be able to actually work no. along what wasn't the all female mocklin planet wasn't that in mocklin territory because they're like screwed now if the mocklins left the union well but they i can't remember where the planet is but that's another part that you probably forgot the episode is that they officially made that part of the union oh that's right that's right, that's uh, right. i said that they're gonna i hate that it. episode so much i know i know robert it's it, it it's very it's very apparent that you do <laughs> <laughs> by how much you like remember nothing from it <laughs> anyway join us next week for the final the season finale Whatever that might be about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully it's not two hours. <laughs> As always, it's going to can... be the shortest episode of the season. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. As always, you can find us on our website, watchingpod.com. There you can find links to our Twitter, to our Instagram, and to email us. If you have different thoughts on these episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Donnell, what else should they do? Uh, yeah, well, uh, one thing you should do is be on the lookout because we're, we're finally writing the, the Talking It ship. So this Friday, yeah, two episodes of you're getting two episodes of Talking It. One of them starring good friend of the podcast, Kai Bobby. Uh, that's From Rotten be, Treasure. That's going to be a good time. Um, but yeah, so be on the lookout for that two episodes of Talking It so we can get back on track with that. Um, and then uh, just thank you, or not well, thank you so much for listening, but also, you know, yeah. as always, you know, review five stars. Welcome and welcome back. Jazz. Like and subscribe. Okay. <laughs> and also, if you would like to apply to be the co-host on uh, <laughs> on watching it, because I'm getting rid of Robert now. But anyways, thank you so much for listening, guys. Bye.